0: Hi, I'm Diana Gaeta. I am the author of Neverland the Impossible Island for 5e, and you are listening to Morris's unofficial tabletop RPG talk.
1: Today's podcast is sponsored by the Perturbed Dragon Tavern. It says here that this establishment serves only the finest real ale and the best meat pies this side of Grim Harbor. Well, I can tell you that I visited this establishment a number of times a few years ago. I was part of a gaming group, but we had a falling out that was never resolved. anyway. Their beer tastes like battle water, and their cocktail selection is almost non-existent. I'm fairly sure that their meat pies are made from rat meat. I was terribly ill after eating one. Anyway, if you feel you have to visit this festering hovel of a tavern, you'll find it just outside the western gates of Thorniston's Hale. The Beturbed Dragon Tavern. Who even comes up with these names? It's ridiculous. All oh, the tabletop are playing news. We aim to amuse and we aim to enthuse. And Morris is unofficial. Tabletop RPG.
0: Hello, 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 and welcome to Morris's unofficial tabletop RPG talk. I am Russ, aka Morris, or Morris, aka Russ. And with me this week is
2: Peter Coffey from the Southampton Guild of Roleplayers. Russ, as ever, it is a complete delight to be here.
0: Did you like the way I stretched out the word "and"?
2: There was a lot of stretching going on, and maybe even a little bit of speed up speaking. I am so confused, Russ. What's going on? There was a reason for that. There's a reason.
0: Yes, unfortunately, we had a guest booked for this week, but our guest hasn't appeared. So, I, I, I decided to to stretch out the introduction a little, just to make up for the time. Were they eaten by a ferocious
2: squirrel? Almost certainly. I, I see that could be a problem. I hmm. hear you have upgraded your home security, so who knows <laughs> what problems could happen. <laughs> Shall we do some RPG news? Interesting, interesting. I mean, we could talk about the regular news, but I feel that would be most unwelcome for our listeners. So let's talk about the RPG news. Go Okay,
0: on. then. Well, yeah. the biggest bit of news this week yes. Yes. is, this is big, I'm still spinning it out, you see. Yeah, I, 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 I know, it's like, um, <laughs> how,
2: how thin can we spin the thread of this conversation?
0: <laughs> the biggest piece of news this week mm-hmm. is from Modiphius. Hey!
2: I thought they were called "More Dice for Us." I'm, I'm more thinking. dice for us. Yes, yes.
0: And they have released. I'm spinning this out as much as I can. Could you stop? <laughs> <laughs> they have released. Yes. June Adventures in the Imperium the Role Playing Game. Oh, are they not two months early? Are they two months early?
2: Well, it's April, not June. <laughs>
0: oh dear me oh dear
2: oh dear, oh dear. yeah that, that's how bad it is yeah okay
0: yeah. we are <laughs> but, scraping yeah. the bottom of the barrel
2: <laughs> oh my it's it's more than scraping though like, we, we're we're generating a massive collection this massive pile of wood shavings uh but from this we shall create a bonfire of creativity and entertainment and amusement because that's how good we are
0: yeah we won't will we no no <laughs> 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 well, I can God. tell you about the Dune Adventures in the Imperium roleplay game if you like.
2: Uh actually, you know what? That might be an idea. Actually, talking about the content, that sounds okay. like a that sounds like a thing we should do. Yeah, yeah.
0: So it's the PDF version that's out right now. Yes, yes. Y- you can get it from Modiphius's website. Nice. And you can get it from Drive Through RPG, should you feel so inclined. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And nice it will options. cost you nineteen ninety nine. Was that US dollars or pounds? American dollars. Okay. And it's a 336-page PDF. Ooh, that is it uses, huge. It uses the 2D20. So no, it's a normal-sized PDF. It's kind of like 11 inches by 8.
2: Well, I mean, technically, they don't typically space at <laughs> their PDFs are very, very small. But no, I understand.
0: But, I, I, but I
2: mean, now, now I'm tempted to release a
0: huge PDF. <laughs> <laughs> just just, just, just size it minutes. so all the boundaries
2: <laughs> yeah. are, like, a centimetre wider than most people's printers yeah. or, like, regular-sized paper.
0: <laughs> Why would
2: you do uh, such a thing? <gasps> a PDF on A0. <laughs> oh, dear, oh,
0: dear, oh, dear. Let's not. No. This <laughs> probably, that? probably not too yeah, bad. Yes. But anyway, 336 pages. Yes. 2D20 system. Yes. You can play out your own adventures on Arrakis. You can play Mentats and you can play Swordmasters and you can play Spies. And you can play Bean and Benny Chesarit. Gesserit Sisters.
2: Yeah. Devious
0: nice. Advisors and Freemen or Fremen? It's only got one. Fremen. Year. Fremen. Yes. You could tell I've seen tune, can't you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it, your your intimate familiarity with this intellectual property is so I will be truth. watching
0: the film this year. I have tried the original film, I can't get through it. Really? But I will watch I will watch the new one. I
2: thought year. you I thought as soon as you saw Sting in his underpants you'd be absolutely it. Well yeah. <laughs> I mean what once your eyes have seen that they cannot unsee the Yeah.
0: <laughs> Anyway, so you can join one of the existing houses. You can create your own minor or major house, and there's Ooh. an introductory adventure. So you get the okay. PDF. Also, you can pre-order the yeah. hardcover, yes. which you'll get in May. Yes, which is next month. Assuming you're listening to this in April. If you're listening yeah. to this in June, then in June. If you're listening to this information, if you're listening to this, this June,
2: about June in June, then you're. I feel you're <laughs> doing it right. But yeah, it's, then, then, it's just that
0: Darius has got the schedule wrong the hardcover would have been out for a month. At, so, oh, and that's fifty nine ninety nine. and the limited edition cover is hundred and
1: nine ninety
2: nine. Okay. So, that's yeah. not cheap. That is not cheap, but they are quite pretty. So I guess it depends on how much of a collector and a fan you are. Mm. I assume you won't be getting the limited edition collector's cover.
0: <laughs> no, probably not. It's a bit steep for me. Um, no. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll probably stick with the regular one.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, and to be fair, our listeners are already... Pretty, pretty au fait with the contents of this book because we've had Andy Peregrine and the, uh, was it the head of Medithius? Yes? Um, yeah, yeah, Chris Birch. Yeah, Chris Birch, that's right, uh, on the podcast to talk about June uh, RPG, which I think was sometime earlier this year. So, yeah, fair play.
0: All right, we've got some news from Goodman Games. Oh,
2: yes, yes. What are Goodman Games up to?
0: So, they have announced uh, their Classic Adventures reincarnated stuff. Nice. This time they've announced a non-TSR module. What? They're doing
2: something that isn't basically an absolutely honking great book of uh, an original TSR module and a fifth ed conversion.
0: Well, they are doing that. Just take out the word TSR.
2: Oh, okay. So they're they're producing an absolutely honking book, which consists of an old school and much loved classic that isn't in this case produced by TSR. Yes. It will have the original edition and a fifth ed conversion in the same book.
0: So this was no. produced by Judges Guild. Oh, cracky, Yes, that's going back a bit. Back in
2: 1980.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's the only okay. non-TSR module that ever made Dungeon Magazine's cut as one of the greatest D&D modules of all time because the uh, TSR magazine, for some reason, seemed to think that all of TSR's modules were the greatest D&D modules of all time. Really? That's so weird. Who thought <laughs> but, that, that would happen? <laughs> but one judges girl, what you did get in there, and that was Uh-oh. Dark Tower. Dark Tower. Hmm.
2: Okay. Uh, sounds like my favourite set of books by Stephen King. Uh, tell me more about the Dark Tower. Nothing
0: to do with them. Nothing to do with them.
2: Absolutely not. Similar it's, name. It's a tower. Uh, it's dark. Yeah. Um, perhaps they meant the poorly lit tower. The Tower of Insufficient Illumination.
0: Yeah. So sure. this is, so they're doing two versions, They're doing a 5e yeah. conversion. They're also yes. doing a DCC dungeon called classics conversion.
2: Ooh, nice. And the yes.
0: 5e one is for character levels 8 to 12.
2: Oh, okay. Right.
0: Uh, the cover is of a, looks like a dinosaur dressed in robes, ass. sitting on a throne or something. <laughs>
2: You see, I was expecting a dinosaur to be guarding the tower in the same way that um, Skippy, your swirl, is guarding your front door. Uh, mm. But I was not expecting that. It sounds like the dinosaur is in charge of the tower.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm not actually familiar with this, but this book is, is the original. But So it's mm. uh, a fully updated um, version of the adventure Dark Tower. Mm-hmm. Uh, 79, Uh 80. Around about then, it was originally published. Yeah. So it's got uh, it's got scans of the original first edition of adventure, and oh, right. some commentary by oh. like people involved. Right, right. Then um, a full fifth edition version of mm-hmm. all four dungeon levels. Okay. Along with the yes. White Tower of Mitra or Mitra, and yes. the Dark Tower of Set, plus the Village of Mitra's Fist, plus new fresh material with new wilderness encounters, expanding the village.
2: Oh, so and basically, that's for D&D levels 8-12? Yeah. Wow. So
0: basically you've got like a, a mega dungeon, which is like a mini campaign. Yes. Which is like a village and dungeon and some area mm. around
2: it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it's quite interesting that they're doing this. It's sort of uh, the commentary thing, I suppose, is useful because it gives you insight as to what the original designers claimed they were thinking at the time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, most likely they were just thinking, oh, I don't know, just throw some dinosaurs in here. it be a laugh. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, it's not one that I stumbled across mm, mm. back in the day, so I might have to see if I can track it down and have a look. Yeah, well,
2: excellent news for you, yeah. <laughs> It's it
0: re-released by Google. Apparently God. so. <laughs> Apparently so. Yeah. Yeah. But they're not the only people releasing stuff. They're not. They're not. Who else is releasing stuff? Uh, Paizo's April releases. Oh. Include. There. Okay. <gasps> Pathfinder Second Edition Bestiary Number Three.
2: Oh, good grief! They're on the third bestiary already. I They're mean, on
0: their third bestiary.
2: I, I mean, that is a that is a lot of gribble. There's a lot of argle uh,
0: Yeah, three hundred creatures. Yes,
2: three hundred. Um, there's
0: Ooh. a listing online of uh-huh. all of the included creatures in alphabetical order. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It includes the flump. Of course. I'm gonna have a look and see what else. A lot of these things, I've got no idea what they are. A blood painter, a bone ship. A fading fox, a feathered bear, a crampus, I know what a crampus is. Uh um, well,
2: a feathered bear is clearly a, a bear owl, by any of the name.
0: A <laughs> bear owl, yeah. A yeah. bear the name
2: lots- would be as terrifying. Yes.
0: Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots. Of, a slithering pit, a ringhorn ram, a phantom beast, a phantom knight, a plague giant. Loads of things. I don't want to read them all out because there's three hundred of them.
2: But that's That's software. a sound policy. I mean, yeah. yeah, I know you're desperate for padding material, but I feel that really reading out three hundred names, maybe that's just a little excessive.
0: Hmm. But yeah, there's three three versions of this. You can yes. standard hardcover. Oh, nice. There's a soft cover pocket edition.
2: Oh. For for and the DM a- on the go who needs to be able to just say I I mean I could just pitch the situation. When well, you're
0: carrying three bestries, I guess pocket <laughs> to the pocket
2: just nerves. you are on the bus. It's stalled by the side of the road. You're like, oh, what am I going to do? My phone's running out of batteries." Yeah. Like, Thank goodness I have bestery Free in a handy dandy mm. pocket-sized edition. These people need to learn how to play farfines a second. Yeah. <laughs> I should teach them. <laughs>
0: Also, also, there's a limited edition hardcover, Ooh. should you be so inclined. It's red. I can tell you that. It's red, and it says Pathfinder Best Street 3 on it.
2: Is it? Is it sort of going for that sort of um, collector's edition, which is like really nice red leather covers with like gold yeah. embroidery?
0: I kind of find like all limited edition hardcovers mm. all are starting to look the same though to me, including ones that I've produced. Hmm. I think next time I do a limited edition hardcover, I'm going to have to think of a different approach because they're all basically this faux leather cover with a minimalist design. Yeah. You know. Yeah,
2: they're meant they're to all, make themselves all... look classy as opposed to yeah. a, a book full of fantasy monsters with rich terrorised people. But, but also, people. Kind
0: of they're supposed to stand out, but they all kind of look very similar. So,
2: mm-hmm. I, I mean, I imagine like that sort of limited edition would be the sort of thing that you have on your... Uh, your bookshelves that looks like really classy like you're going into an old university library like ah yes Mm. yes. the uh the proceedings of the Royal society for uh, extraordinary taxonomy and stuff like that all
0: right are you familiar with twilight imperium
2: oh russ don't toy with me is is this twilight imperium the 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 board game by sandy edition that's in its fourth edition
0: yes so you're familiar with it then okay (laughs) Oh. Would you like a role-playing game based on it?
2: I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm i already prepared to spend like 12 hours at a time playing this game. <laughs> 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 it, it seems cruel to a GM to inflict even more of the game upon them. But tell me more, because now
0: I'm so actually me. sitting forward. So it's coming from Edge Studios, okay. which is where all Fantasy Flight Games' RPGs are now sort of moved, shunted over to.
2: Oh, that makes sense yeah uh
0: and this announcement came via this uh the Twilight Imperium codex
2: <laughs> okay
0: uh it came via that and um which is a kind of thing where they periodically sort of give you updates to the board games rules and give you more lore and stuff yeah so it's like a, it's like a regular thing uh, but in the in the latest one um the update featured what looks like uh mm. an ad for the Twilight Imperium Embers of the Imperium mm. And it's got logos for Fantasy Flight Games Edge Studios and the Genesis system mm-hmm.
2: Which
0: that is, is their is, universal system
2: That is very interesting uh, I mean one of the joys of the Twilight Imperium game Is that you have these various alien species And they've all got their like little individual cultures And their arguments and their bitter fighting and that's something to read while you're waiting for your turn as you move like little bits of plastic across the board. Uh, and in my case, create the, what's well, always been described as the armies of Mordor to steam across the board and hit something. Although mm. less good in Forfeit than was in Fur But yeah, I like I Forfeit. It, it does actually play quicker it's more interesting. But yeah, no, it's a, this, is, this is excellent news because there's, there's absolutely fantastic uh, sets of information. Have they said anything else about it? They just said now, It's literally
0: just pretty much a tease. Right, pretty much right. Him.
2: Well, I mean, there are, like, 14 existing that I'm aware of. There may be slightly more because I'm a little bit out of date, to be quite honest with you, on, like, a 90-quid board game. But, yeah, there's, like, something like 14, 16 separate uh, fantasy species which all form the basics of uh, various sort of um, um, cultures that wish to take over the Empire. Originally, right. they had the laserx Axe, and they have control of, like, the... Entire world, uh, and then there was like various, uh, problems that have arisen involving worm gates and so forth. And essentially, what you have is you've got sort of a massive game throne style. Sorry,
0: now when you say worm gate, I just think of this little picket fence with a tiny little gate and the worm just going up to it and opening the gate and going through and
2: closing the gate behind it. But
1: it's a kissing gate, so so it has to, it has to like (laughs)
2: sliver into the side and push it across. Yeah, wormholes in space, which, um, yeah, uh, various places, and uh, you sort of have the surviving civilization squabbling over who can claim the seat-to-power mechatol regs, and uh, yeah, seeing where you go. So I'd expect a heavily political game
0: with uh, plenty of fantasy. Do you know what a Caleris is, or Caliers, K-E-L-E-R-E-S? I do not. Uh, apparently, they are uh, the council's agents, dispatched to servers, ambassadors, soldiers, spies, and assassins of uh, Mahaks, the Galactic Council.
2: All right. Well, this so is. It looks
0: like that's who you play, and you you protect against threats that imperil the entire galaxy.
2: I've got to say, that does sound kind of awesome. Different from what I understand by it, but yeah, maybe this is like following the events, and people said, well, actually, we've won. Or maybe it's before. I don't know. Fascinating. Really? Yeah.
0: Are, uh, oh. And certainly so this, the so got,
2: system is very good. So, yeah, yeah. same thing. So we've that got, no, we got
0: no date or anything, no, no. timeline, nothing like that. So, it's, it's kind of all a little bit vague. But we'll see. We'll,
2: uh, we'll see what I happens. See, see.
0: We'll find out in the future or the yes. past. One of those two things. Either the future or the past.
2: I'm going to go with the future. But maybe if you're listening to this in the future, if you if you were if
0: you were a betting man, you'd go with the future. If
2: I were to gamble upon such things, oh, I would indeed <laughs> go for finding out more about it in the future. I mean, no. I might have already found out about it in the past and completely forgotten, which is kind of on brand for me. Go yes. going to put my hands up to that one, but I'm pretty sure I haven't. Anyway, so no, I'm. I, I, this is actually generally exciting news for me, so fantastic.
0: Hmm. You, you played Magic the Gathering, Magic the Gathering, <laughs> Magic the, 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 the... I'm going to stop doing uh, that. As <laughs>
2: we prefer to call it in my university days, Tragic the Addiction, yeah?
0: That, yeah, that. <laughs> Yes. So, had you heard about the D and D
1: expansion for it?
2: Oh, possibly. Is this like time or something? Because, like, what? like, there's. So, as as you are or are not aware, I am very keen on the uh, Viking Stardew Valley game, which is Valheim. And so I keep. Oh on, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I keep on seeing. As for time. And, but because I'm, like, not necessarily paying attention because they're in an ad, it's like I'm going, blah, 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 scroll down, scroll down. Wait, that looked like it said Valheim. Scroll back up. Oh, it's cow time. I don't care about that. That's no, some no it's, card it's, it's
0: Magic the Gathering expansion, Dungeons and Dragons, Adventures in the Forgotten Realms, is what it is.
2: Well, that, that would not be the same thing, then. Okay, no, no. so I, I I know nothing about this. Tell me more.
0: Well, I don't know much about it either. I don't know magic, how Magic the Gathering works either, so... <laughs> Here we go. So I, I have, uh, I'm just reading this out from Daryl's Gotham. So the set yeah. is the core set for 2021, yeah. meaning it replaces the typical core set released each year, whatever oh, that means. That's uh, for those, fairly big news. It's, oh uh, for those yeah. unfamiliar with magic, it means you can play the game using only cards from the Forgotten Realms set without needing mm. to add cards from other sets or expansions. There we go.
2: Yeah, that's fairly big noise. Nice. Hmm. Uh, do we know no. anything more about it? Or?
0: Uh, no. Not no.
2: Really. Fair enough. Well, Interesting. Really trying to make Forgotten Realms a thing, so good for that. Yes. Yeah. Um...
0: Ah, busy day today at the Temple of Healing. I'll be glad
1: to get home and put my feet up with a cup of elven wine. One last patient to go.
2: Sir Cleric, you must help me. I am grievously wounded.
0: Yes, yes. Come on in and sit yourself down now. Tell me what happened.
2: Oh, does it matter?
0: Of course it matters. It helps me make my diagnosis so that I can prescribe an appropriate course of treatment for you.
2: Your diagnosis? I've been mauled by an angry bear owl. The diagnosis is blood. Lots of blood.
0: Yes, yes. so I see. And some lacerations to the head, it appears.
2: Yes, it caught me with a powerful swing from its massive claws. Knocked me right out. I'm lucky to be alive.
0: I'll be the judge of that. Now then, we need to do a quick MRI scan. Mm, Pardon? Yes, we need to ascertain the damage. If you would just hop onto the machine, we'll get it underway. Look,
2: all I need is a quick healing spell. I have places to be.
0: All in good time, my friend. Now on you hop, and we'll take a look at that head of yours.
2: Oh, can't you just whip out a cheeky little cure light wounds? That'll do the trick, I'm sure.
0: Are you the cleric here, or am I?
2: I understand. If you're out of magic for the day, maybe a potion to tide me over.
0: We'll get to your prescription in a bit. Now, there we go. Are you comfortable?
2: Uh, about as comfortable as somebody with multiple claw wounds from a seven-foot bear owl can be.
0: Quite, quite, now, then, Don't move. This shouldn't take long.
2: Well, how long? Look, I have tombs to plunder.
0: Oh, 45 minutes or so.
2: 45 minutes? 45 minutes! This is the 19th age of light! 45 minutes is positively 14th age!
0: I assure you, this MRI scanner is the best that gold can buy!
2: Before he passed... Due to an unfortunate disagreement with a drunken pit scenes, Bertram the Cleric in my adventuring crew was able to heal an entire village in just one round. That's six seconds, I'll have you know.
0: Oh, could he now? Was he a licensed practitioner?
2: A uh, licensed what, then?
0: There are procedures, you know. Paperwork.
2: Uh, look, how about some leeches or something?
0: We don't do that anymore, I'm afraid.
2: Uh, a poultice. A herbal concoction.
0: Not on your nelly. This is a serious temple of healing.
2: This is ridiculous. I'm going to find myself a real cleric. One who can pray my wounds away.
0: You're living in the past, my friend. We've replaced superstition and magic with state-of-the-art medical technology.
2: Replaced magic? Replaced magic? The single most fantastical thing this world has to offer? Its benefits to society are immeasurable. Magic can feed the hungry and fend off the elements. It can build a house in the blink of an eye and turn lead into the purest gold. It lets us fly, teleport, and consult with the very gods themselves. Why on earth would you replace magic?
0: Time marches on, young man. We can't all live in the past. Now, there we go. Your scan is finished. Hmm. Nothing untoward that I can see.
2: Ugh, fine. Can you now just fix my injuries so I can go out and plunder an innocent family of goblins?
0: I'll prescribe you a course of antibiotics. You'll need to take these for a couple of weeks.
2: And they'll heal my wounds?
0: They'll help protect you from infection. Uh, For the wounds, I have some nice clean bandages here.
2: Let me get this straight. You replace the miraculous divine power to instantly heal grievous injuries, even raise people from the dead, and cure any disease with but a single word... And you replace this with a bottle of pills and a bandage.
1: Um, yes.
0: And you call this progress. Science is the wave of the future, my friend.
2: This might have been worse than magic in every conceivable way.
0: Oh, no. Not every conceivable way, young lad.
2: Oh, I'm all it is. A gog, you might say. Pray, tell me one way that this medical science of yours is better than magic. Ha
0: <laughs> Let me introduce you to the wonders of health insurance. I'm going to need you to fit out this form. It's time to play our favourite game. It's time to play the game. Our favourite game in all the world gets the Kickstarter from just Let's play our favourite game in all the world, the game where I read out the name of a Kickstarter and my panel of experts, my panel of one expert, my <laughs> panel of one person. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, I, I,
2: I'm glad that you're my you Panel that.
0: and expert are both exaggerations in this case. Uh, <laughs> attempts to <laughs> guess what it is from just the name.
2: Uh, okay, yeah, so, uh, dear me. So, yes, as your panellists, I'm delighted to take on this challenge. What have we got? Are you ready? I was born ready. Hit me.
0: All right, then. First one is... Yes. And this is the special edition multi-score super bells and whistles scoring system we're going to use today. Great. Okay. (laughs) Go on, then. All right. The first one is death in space.
2: Death in Space. Oh dear, I hope it's not a unfortunate attempted sequel to Lost in Space, because that'd be kind of sad for the <laughs> Robinsons. Uh, so, Death in Space. I, mm. I mean, if I saw that on a bookshelf, I would assume it was a collection of short horror stories. Um, has it is an RPG collection? I must discard this hypothesis and say so perhaps it is. Um, what would it be? Like, on the one hand, I want to say it is a setting book, as in a SPAC book, which would be citrus and neutral, and provide details for all the interesting and exciting ways you could die in a hard sci-fi space game, but I don't actually think it's that. I think it is... Ooh, what would I call it? Uh, let's go with, it's a fifth-ed conversion for a setting where you can take your party to visit the, um, the, the the plane of ultimate travel um, and go on some sort of ship travelling through the ether in order to visit strange new worlds and possibly fight terrifying monsters. Hmm. Nah, no, that's not good. Let's have it be instead. I'm going to go with...
0: Ooh. I know we were trying to pad this podcast out today because our guest didn't show up, but... You do have to make a guess at some point.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. The guess I'll go with is it is um, a special adaption of the basic role-playing system, which, as you know, is for Call of Cthulhu Mythos, and it will be all sorts of exciting horror rules so that you can play um, astronauts and um, space pioneers uh, who are due to meet a terrible, terrible fate.
0: That's the closest your third guess was the closest to it. So, yeah. what it is is yes. it's a sci fi tabletop role playing game.
2: Oh, is it for original
0: system? It's a lightweight rules intent. I think it's an original system, yes. Nice. Anyway, what was that? So, um, yeah, so it's like a grimy blue collar future. Ooh. So, it's like this vision of space where all the tech is like broken and dirty. Mm-hmm. And it's all harsh and s- desperate and stuff. So I'm really and getting you- a
2: strong expanse belters vibe off this. Yeah.
0: Well, you make up a crew on your own spacecraft or station, space and take uh, station, and you take on what jobs you can find. Ooh, okay. And it's got a kind of OSR vibe. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. Um, you know, and it's kind of gritty and a bit eighties kind of inspired. It's got a list of uh, things that are inspired the setting. So 2001: and Space Odyssey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A Fistful of Dollars.
2: Oh, okay. A- Alien. Mm-hmm. Blade Runner. Yeah.
0: Escape from New York. Mm-hmm. The Expanse. Right. Like you said. Firefly.
2: Mm hmm.
0: I.O. Don't know what that is.
2: Moon. Ireland. Sorry? Moon. Moon. Ah, Runner. yes, as in the Sam Rockwell
0: film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Outland. Oh, yes, with Sean Connery. Yeah. Prospect. Don't know what that is. Um, nope. Sunshine. Is that the George Clooney thing?
2: Oh, maybe. Is that the one where they're, like, trying to get to the
0: sun to stop it? Or is it that one? Oh, it might be
2: that one, yeah. Uh,
0: Total Recall. You're thinking of Solaris. Yes, I'm thinking of Solaris. Yes, Uh, Total Recall, yeah. And The Warriors.
2: Oh, okay. Well, I mean, they've got good taste in movies. (laughs) (laughs) We can say that. Yeah, okay.
0: it looks, I, I, I like the look of this, actually. I, uh, yeah. I'm tempted. I am
2: tempted. Ah, the siren call of the backers. Uh, yes, mm. I'll pledge a dollar for this. Calls you. Calls you, Russ. Uh, yeah. How much does it cost you in on this?
0: Well, that depends. Would you like mm-hmm. a PDF or would you like a hardcover?
2: Ah, well, I must ask the question. Where is it shipping from? Sweden. Ooh.
0: And you'll be playing in Swedish krona.
2: So immediately, I know it's going to be very pretty. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is tricky. Uh but I do know the art is going to be really, really, really nice. Is the art really 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 nice?
0: Um uh, I has got it's kind you know like Morkborg? Yeah. Kind of this oh it even says it on there, actually, yeah. Um it's it's it's, it's definitely got that kind of aesthetic to it. It's has ah, like yeah. black and yellow and silhouettes and uh stuff like that. Yeah, oh okay, okay, that makes so sense. So it's a very stylized kind of uh, appearance.
2: Mm, 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 mm. Okay, uh Hit me with the price for the limited edition softback.
0: Oh, I don't know if there is. Or the, a limited
2: not limited edition, but the, just softback, rather.
0: Uh, softback is PDF. A, right it's to. a hardcover, not hardcover. a. Hardcover. Okay. But oh, okay. Right. So, that's... it's 280 Swedish krona, which is about £24.
2: Phew! You had me really quite worried there. <laughs> I was like, how much? Oh, that's far too expensive. Oh, okay. That seems quite reasonable now. Ooh,
0: yeah. And then for uh, 480 Swedish krona or £41, you can get the l- the limited edition, special edition cover.
2: Ah, uh, I see, I see. Okay, so Death in Space. Hmm. Uh, which studio cool. is that from, does it say? Do we know anything about uh, that?
0: It is from Carl Niblaus. Hmm. Uh it says this is his first created Kickstarter, i RPG enthusiast, data scientist, and ex-physicist.
2: Well, those are credentials for someone who's going to be. Can you be an
0: ex-physicist? Thing. Surely once you're a physicist, you're a physicist for life, really.
2: I thought I'd got out.
0: But then they pulled <laughs> me back in. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like that one. Uh, no,
2: that sounds actually pretty cool. So yeah,
0: sweet. Okay, next one. Yes, yes. Hit me. Oh, we haven't given you a score for that. If you I like. remember what you guessed. <laughs> <I don't even laughs> oh, well, so I'll just give you a million good. points and move on. So next <laughs> one. <was> good. <laughs> yeah. Sin. S-N. S-I-N. Sin.
2: Oh. Yeah. Let's make it nice and easy for me, eh?
0: I'll give you a clue. We've had these people on our show.
2: Yeah, like in 150 episodes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: well, I was going to say already that I know that Sin is System Identification Number in Shadowrun. So I'm going to take a punt that it might mean something adjacent to that, which would be a. Ah, um, oh, come on, Peter, you can use words. I think it's like a sort of a cyberpunk setting. Uh, which obviously then suggests to me the work of Robert mariner Dodds. So, is it something from that studio?
0: Well, that depends. Do you want the truth or do you want a lie?
2: Oh, I'll take an interesting lie. Okay, it's, yes,
0: it is. You're completely right. It's exactly. That. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: that's all right then. All right, good. Moving on. <laughs> no, we should probably so talk is, about what the Kickstarter actually it's got. Toby.
0: So this is for Rowan Rook and Deckard's Spire RPG
2: oh yes goodness
0: The source book
2: yeah yeah for Second book for yes after strata that's right yeah we there yeah, we had like grant howard and um paul chris. chris 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 taylor yes yes grant howard and chris taylor yeah thanks well, i don't know i got paul from uh yeah we had them oh that was like about two years ago now wasn't it
0: yeah well, it was about two years ago yeah um, so yeah, this is the second source book. It's, it focuses on crime, order and religion in the Elven City, as well as two new classes, the Gutter Cleric and Ooh. the Mortician Executioner, and three full-length adventures.
2: Nice, nice. Yeah. I've not really seen much about Sin. It's uh, I guess it's one of those that's quite popular, but I've very rarely seen it uh, being played or offered to be played, but I suppose been out of circulation for about a year, so that would happen.
0: Sin? Well, it's... Spire. Oh, Spire, yeah, yeah. Yes, I was going to say, Sin, it's, it's not out yet. It's the, it's the no, Kickstarter's no. on right now. I would
2: be surprised if Sin was uh, av- yeah. available to be played at conventions, but yeah.
0: <laughs> it's doing well. Uh, £62,000. Mm. Uh, nice. With two weeks left to go yet, so it's oh, doing very
2: well. Oh, bless him. Good for them.
0: Okay, so for that one, you get minus a million points for getting it completely mm. wrong. Fair. Uh, the next one is Affinity. Not a-finity, but Affinity.
2: Well, if you feel an affinity for something, it means that you feel that you're sort of uh, lined up with it. Um, And because it sort of sounds vaguely like Infinity, I'm going to take a punt that it's some sort of a cyberpunk role-playing game. Or maybe not so much cyberpunk, more... No, no. More more high-tech. More high-tech, like a sort of deep-space... A uh, hard sci-fi game, or well, maybe like, you know, but basically, if there's not like rocket ships and flying around and doing cool stuff in a Star Trek fashion, I I don't know, the name doesn't really mean anything to me. So yeah, uh I think it's uh, an original system, because the sci-fi one's had to be. Hmm.
0: So this is D&D 5th edition.
2: Wah, wah, wah.
0: It's a collection of three campaign settings, Oh. all sci-fi fantasy. Oh, okay. One is called Paradise. Nice. One is called Conestoga. Okay. And one is called Taurus.
2: As in T-O-R-U-S.
0: Yeah, so Paradise is an artificially constructed world. Conestoga, huh? which I might be pronouncing wrong, I don't know, mm-hmm. um, is a kilometres-long derelict spacecraft, and Taurus is like steampunk and occult magic.
2: Right, and also presumably a big donut.
0: Well, yeah, I guess.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's vaguely interesting. Um, mm. hmm.
0: It's interesting that it's three separate settings.
2: That is an unusual choice for a Kickstarter and a setting book. How are doing?
0: And it's three separate hardback books. It's like 600 oh. pages in total.
2: Wow. That is an incredible amount of work and art to cram yeah, That's so. it's doing
0: really well. It's similar. It's uh, 42000 Canadian dollars. Mm-hmm. We have 20 days to go, mm-hmm. so it's well and truly funded. It's like 759% funded as we look at it now.
2: Nice. So I'm expecting, I don't know, about 300 pages, well, 200 pages each, did you say?
0: I guess, yeah. About yeah. 600 in total, yeah.
2: Okay. So subclasses and Argorables. All this is f- this from the same
0: company that made, um 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 uh, what's it called, Ultra Modern 5. Oh, yes.
2: Yes, yes, that's right. Okay. Oh well, well, not that, that's right, but that makes sense to me. The yeah, they've got quite. A, they do some fairly interesting stuff. So if you want, like, lots of extra techy gear, they do have a good track record for it, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Nice.
0: All right, next one. Yes. Odd jobs.
2: Ooh, this feels like a collection of scenarios that you'd play. I'm hoping for. Um, a heist theme to them as well. Um, maybe system neutral. How am I doing?
0: Pretty good. I love the na- I love the name of the company, McGuffin and Co. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um It is system neutral. Okay. And uh, what it is is a little anthology of micro settings. Okay. System neutral micro settings. Um, right. They said they are intended to be played through in three or four sessions. So I guess they're not just settings or adventures. I guess. Ooh. And they've got things like names like Ghost Ship, Twisted Rails, Atlantis City, Wizard Staff, and stuff. Oh,
2: okay, yeah, micro settings—that's interesting. So, sort of like a a bit Monster of the Week, but not or Planet of the Week, maybe in a sort of Star Trek fashion.
0: Yeah, so it's, yeah. so Ghost Ship is like harpoon rogue spirits in the outer limits of the solar system. Oh, Twisted okay. Rails is crew your train through a surreal psychoscape. Okay. There's not far to Bermuda, sail the seas for a bit longer than planned. Mm. There's Guardians, which is try to be a better nun and foil the devil. <laughs> There's Atlantis City, which is run a soggy casino. <laughs> oh, Does Hollow yes, right. PD okay. catch creeps, criminals, and Cthulhu's?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Miss, Missing down, in Xmas,
0: yeah. fit in for Santa. Okay, yeah. Prime Time Colosseum, get famous and get beheaded. Okay.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, would you want to do it in that order?
0: <laughs> uh, Wizard's staff, hide a magic corpse.
2: Ah, I see, sort of like Weekend at Bernie's, but with Gandalf. <laughs> uh,
0: startup culture. Yes. Make a killing on the god market.
1: Oh,
2: okay. Very John Scalzi. Hmm. All right.
0: Uh, yeah, that was fun.
2: Yeah. yeah, that sounds quite interesting, actually. Yeah. Good jobs. Yeah.
0: It yeah. spurs also, creativity.
2: Yes, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: also doing well. So this is a a British one based in London. Twenty three thousand pounds done. Twenty one nice. days to go.
2: Good job. Mm. Oh, so that's odd jobs. Odd ah. job. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'll give you a million points for that. No oh, Okay. Uh, I,
2: I I'm finding this new, new new scoring system to be interesting. But it feels a bit binary. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I want to keep flipping a coin before you give me points. I don't understand. We'll, just see, we'll,
0: we'll just see how unusual the next score is then. So, this one is called...
2: Is it going to be fish? <laughs> melee ball. Oh, if this is not... One word. If this is not basically Blood Bowl four fifth edition, then I don't I don't even want to know what it is.
0: Well, there you go. Another million points. Well done. That's exactly what it <laughs> Okay, is <the> <laughs> But moving on. That's what that is. If, if, if Blood Bowl for Fifth Edition is something that you would, uh, if you would like, is I don't know if it's quite as violent as Blood Bowl. Let's have a look. So it's a 5e compatible sports module. Yeah. Uh, in the land of war, a game is sweeping the nation as the referee takes their place. A cannon sound blast and cheering can be heard for miles. The players are set. The force field is up, and the ball has entered the arena. Roll initiative head to head with fellow players as you smash, blast, and dash your way to victory. Yeah, sounds like Blood War for the Edition. <laughs> okay.
2: Sounds, sounds like a laugh. laugh. Could be yeah. giggle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you're now on two hundred points. Oh, sweet. Two two million points.
2: Two 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 million two hundred. Wait, what? No, okay. two million. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: This one is the next <laughs> one is Yes. Rock and roll.
2: Hmm. I am Trying to remember back when I was a kid, there was like a spin off from He Man, which had a bunch of basically rock transformers. They were going around, they'd be like sort of giant rat robots, but made of rock. I
0: and then they I remember that, yeah.
2: Yeah, I, it was just like, I mean, at the time, it seemed like the most natural thing in the world. But now I'm looking back, trying to explain it to you, I'm thinking, did I dream that? What was I <laughs> dreaming? <laughs> Uh, I think it was like, oh, they got on well with GoBots. I remember that, they were, and it was like some sort of weird spinoff. I loved the cartoons, but I cannot remember anything about them except they're vaguely meteoric. And it's like somehow, somehow, Banzai was pretending was was able to persuade me that I wanted to give them money for a thing that changed from a rock person into a rock. <laughs> I'm like and that is you? marketing genius. No, well, I like. Is this a role playing game for this obscure
0: thing? <laughs> I can tell you now, it's not. <laughs> oh, so close. <laughs> um, so what this is is so it's four issues of the yeah. Rock and Roll Zine. Mm-hmm. Each is 60 pages, and each contains four to five adventures inspired by a musical album. Okay. This is the d d 5th edition, mm-hmm. and the first issue, the inspirations are... Yes. Uh, Cardi Ray Jepsen's Emotion. Okay. Mars Volta's Deloused in the Comatorium." Okay. Mountain Goat's Getting Into Knives. Ludo's Broken Bride. And Richie Blackmore's Rainbow. I just it's this blank look on your face. Yeah, uh, I've heard of <laughs>
2: Carly Ray Jepsen, right? <laughs> I'm not sure I could tell you what they have sung, but I have heard the name. Uh, okay. and the rest it's like just a complete Yeah, sure. Good. Well, I that like it. Sounds... It
0: was a high concept thing. I like the idea. Yeah, nice. No,
2: it's, it's nice. I mean it's not releasing a limited edition final. <laughs> where, where the adventure takes place in the sleeve notes. But uh, yeah, okay, that sounds good. Um,
0: yeah, so I, unfortunately, I've got to give you minus two million points for that. It's harsh but fair. Which gives you a grand total so far of, I believe, zero.
2: Yes. Uh, I, okay. I'm beginning to see the advantage of the uh, new system for you <laughs> in that you can actually remember what scores you've given out <laughs> and are able to do the maths.
0: Yeah. It's quite impressive. <laughs> Okay, so the next one. Yes. The Dancer.
2: Ooh, this sounds like a novel that I might pick up that has an RPG system. I am somewhat more stumped. How about it is duet play and you are following the life of a contemporary modern dancer as they um have drama and they make various choices as they are... Uh, growing up in their career, and um, the choices they make in their real life affect how their stage performances go.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
2: I mean, it's wrong. It'd be weird if it was
0: that,
2: <laughs> but it's it, not w- that. it would be weird if it was that, but that's what the name evokes to me.
0: What is it's it? about? It? a and d 5th edition class. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's... So- it's described as a half caster bard with more martial traits, and it has six subclasses. It costs you
2: $3. And that's been kickstarted, is it? And that's okay, been kickstarted. Cool. It's yeah, currently
0: made $500, so it's nearly at twice its goal. It's got a week to go. Tiny little kickstarter for a $3 At, 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 at $3 dollars
2: pledge, it seems a shame not to almost. Yeah. And then you can have a bard get up and shake their booty mm. uh, and inspire you that way. Um mm. Uh, Okay, well, uh, I'll use my bardic shimmy to give them inspiration. Um, Yeah, sure, why not? Okay. Okay. There's three more. Three more. Exciting times.
0: Let's let's, make this the lightning round, though.
2: Okay, hit
0: me. Okay. So, spears and spells.
2: Uh, Swords and sorcery. uh, OSR style thing.
0: Uh, Yeah, fantasy OSR using D6s to keep the rule system simple. Yeah, okay. Cool. Uh, Googly-eye dice. Mm,
2: A physical product where the dice are dice, but they've got googly eyes inside.
0: Yep. Correct. (laughs) And finally, Apocalypse 5e RPG.
2: Uh, Rules for 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons, where they've got... Unless there is. No, fuck it. Yeah, Dungeons & Dragons, but it's post-apocalyptic.
0: Yep, there you go. Madam, right the lightning round. You scored four points in the lightning round. A million points for each of those, which gives you now a grand total of zero. I believe. Is that correct, or am I wrong? I've totally forgotten. I don't care either. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Tell us how you really
0: feel, Russ. <laughs> like, don't hold back or anything. <laughs> either congratulations or commiserations, one of those things, depending on whether or not you've got some points left or not. I don't know.
2: I, I shall accept victory slash defeat with equanimity. <laughs> Welcome to Bango's Critter Emporium. How may I help you today?
0: Yes. Sir? Yes. You may help me.
2: Well, jolly good, sir. And what may I do for you today? I am a lich. Yes, indeed. I can see that, sir.
1: A terrifying undead creature I have extended my life by. A natural means Very good sir But
2: what can I do for you today?
1: (sighs) I have
0: Recently taken possession Of a brand New dungeon Oh congratulations sir New to me that is It's actually Fourteen thousand Years old
2: Ah a place with character sir Very nice
0: Yes did you want to buy something today, sir? I wish to purchase a fierce and monstrosity to guard my new dungeon.
2: You've certainly come to the right place in Bango, sir. Ah, uh, but I'm on a budget, you see. I'm sure we can accommodate you, sir. What are you after? We have a lovely Hydra out back if you'd like to see it. Lenean Hydra? Oh, Pyro Hydra. Oh, Pyro, sir. Six heads and a ferociously bad attitude.
1: How much is it? Oh,
2: it's an absolute bargain, sir. A mere 19,000 gold coins.
0: Ah. Ah, sir? That's a little more than I can afford right now. Do you have anything
2: cheaper? Of course, sir. We cater for all budgets here at Batgos. Let's see, how about a grumpy T-Rex? It's got a mighty fine roar, this beastie. Oh, I can tell you.
0: Yes,
1: I do like dinosaurs. How much is that one?
2: The T-Rex is still at 15,000 emerald doublet, sir. Ah. Still a little out of your price range, sir?
0: Just a little. What do you have in the line of? Undead Horrors Ah,
2: an excellent choice, very wise sir Undead Horrors, go undead to save on feeding costs That's what I always say Well, let's see (gasps) How does a giant skeleton sound to you? Yours for just 10,000 ruby buttons Ah Uh, I feel you sir, I feel you Times are tough indeed I'm sure we can go a little lower Perhaps
0: some kind of fantastical
2: abomination. Ooh, a chimera, sir. Yours for 8,000 J dandelions. Ah. Perhaps a mid-sized elemental for 6,000 platinum droplets? Hmm. A banshee, bound to keep the visitors away. Only 4,000 ginger waffles.
0: We're a little closer to the, uh, ballpark now. Perhaps something along the lines of a giant insect.
2: Mm, mm, mm. Oh, perhaps an assassin bug tickles your fancy, sir. I
0: do like the sound of that. Assassin bug. A bug assassin. Delightful. How much will that
1: set me back?
2: Oh, let me see, let me see. Oh, it's just looking at now. Yes, that's uh, 2,000 copper clusters, sir. Ah. I could do a net-a-cap. A thousand bronze bubbles. Hmm. Fire snake. Five hundred biferal jobbies. Uh, I have an April Black Bear. Two hundred silver bones. Perhaps just a smidgen less. Well, maybe if you were to tell me your budget, sir, might that speed up this already tedious process?
0: Yes. Sir?
1: Yes. It might speed things up a tad.
0: So, what
2: can you afford, sir?
0: Somewhere in the region of seven. Gold? Copper. Uh, that's not
2: very much to work with, sir. But let me take a look.
1: Yes.
0: Mm, mm, mm.
2: Yeah. For seven copper, sir, the very best I can do you is this rather ferocious badger.
0: Wonderful. You have a deal, young shopsmith. So glad to have helped, sir. Well, uh, no way. Sir? I only have five copper. Not seven. I forgot I bought a sausage roll at Madame Ting's Pastry Boutique this morning.
2: Ah, an easy mistake to make, sir. Fine, fine, fine. Five copper. Well, for that price, let me have a look, right? Yes, yes, I can do you a. <gasps> yes, this squirrel. I'll take it. Would you like that wrap, sir? Does that cost extra? Fair point. Right, once we're all to go, that'll be five coppers, sir.
1: Very good.
0: I think I'd call him Skippy. Come along, Skippy. Your job is to protect the mysterious oubliette of dank smells from intruding adventurers. Now, let me see how fierce you can be. This podcast Marky, is quite good fun. True. We do get to talk to interesting people. They are very interesting, and we've had all sorts. Big names, old and new. But how do we know who to talk to? Well, sometimes our patrons give us suggestions. What,
2: so we try and get the people they want us to talk to on? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a pretty sweet
0: deal. Yeah, and obviously they get the fullest version of the podcast. The fullest? They do? Yeah, yeah, you know, all the funny stories and random jokes and digressions really people are missing out on those well they're not news are they oh come on but that's some of my favorite bits how can you avoid missing out ah uh, well that's easy uh so just become a perfectly proper podcast patron
2: perfectly proper podcast patron
0: what how well you head along to patreon.com slash morris and subscribe there oh well how much does that cost fifty dollars a month You'd think. I mean, it's certainly worth $50 a month, but not just a dollar.
2: Is it? Mate, that's like 25 cents an episode.
0: Yeah, it's good, isn't it?
2: Ah. dot patreon.com.morris. M-O-R-R-U-S.
0: M-O-R-R-U-S.
1: Cheers. I'll check that out.
0: In other news, my latest Kickstarter is live.
2: Yes, I'm doing very well here.
0: Here be yes. dragons, unique dragons for your d and edition game. It's just about to hit £10,000. There's 11 days to go. It's doing very well, very happy with it.
2: So, so it launched like two days ago and you've already made £10,000.
0: That is technically correct, yes.
2: Well, yeah. you've, you've raised £10,000 so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was your funding goal?
0: 500 <laughs> I? I, just, I just put 500 on my oh, It's just a thing I have on <laughs> <laughs> Okay uh,
2: I mean if, if you'd only made 500 pounds What would you have done then? Mm. Well I'd
0: have 500 pounds <laughs> I'd go and buy myself 500 pounds worth of But you. But I suppose cho- you already have a product Chocolate dinosaurs I don't know
2: So you'd have, you'd have a very expensive book That you had to sell to someone <laughs> Well <sighs>
0: It's fine
2: but so I mean uh, and it was like a whole pile of dragons you had wasn't it yes Uh, named named dragons yes Yes. five of them in fact in a 28 page book
0: 28 pages five dragons
2: 28 pages five dragons okay have to get a reaction video for that Um, anyway yeah alright what else are we going to talk about
0: we've run out of things to talk about have we
2: specifically on this podcast spoken about level ups combat manoeuvres
0: Uh. Probably not. Maybe we have.
2: I don't know. No, well, I mean, to be fair, it seems a little unlikely because as I recall was it last year? I think it was last year you released the fighter playtest. Yeah. Which was, was Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, six months uh, ago. Yeah, and that that seems to be pretty well received. Um you got to play a fighter, you had like a whole pile of manoeuvres, um there's like eight different schools if I recall correctly.
0: Eleven.
2: Eleven schools. Oh, yes, of course. At the time there was eight, but I think that's actually been up to a little bit. I can't remember. If I recall. Been
0: added. I think one but, got split into two.
2: Yeah, yeah. And the spirited steed was added.
0: Yeah, no, the soldiering cam- got split into spirited steed and shield, and the shield base. Or something. I, I Sanguine knot, maybe.
2: I can't yeah. remember.
0: Something like that.
2: Yeah. Okay. No, but it's, it's, it's pretty interesting. So essentially, there's like 11 schools of maneuvers which are much like. Well, they're not exactly the same as spells, but I could see the comparisons could be drawn to them. But I don't think they're meant to achieve the same effect, really, are they?
0: No, it's just that they, they you can you basically learn some, and then you have like a handful of them which you can use. in the same from, from a large menu. That's that's the way it's similar to spells. Yeah. yeah. So like there was what like
2: seventeen maneuvers in yes, each Yes, yeah. So
0: seventeen times eleven, whatever, whatever that is. That's how many maneuvers there are. Uh, yeah, uh, 170,
2: 187 yeah 187, that is yeah. a fair number, but you'd only have to learn so you, as I recall from the Rogue, which I was looking at the other day you have the choice of three schools hmm. but you choose two of them and then you choose your manoeuvres of which you get like various levels of manoeuvre mm-hmm. from them, and as you go up in, as you gain in an experience and your character becomes more advanced you get more advanced manoeuvres mm-hmm. I think that's all right
0: yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Unless, of course, you're the fighter, in which case you just say, oh, it's this giant buffet. I think
0: my favourite manoeuvre at the moment is one called Bowling Blitz. Bowling Blitz, yes. Uh, that's a uh, adamant
2: mountain, isn't it?
0: I think it is, yeah. yeah. You knock a knock your enemy flying, and he goes flying and smashes into other enemies, yeah. and you basically do your weapon damage, not just to the enemy you sent flying, but also to the enemy that you bowled him into, which is kind of fun. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of fun things you can do as a marshal. Uh, I was talking about it today. I remember playing Adventurous League. And it it does feel at the moment that when you get to a certain level, the life of the marshal is, well, I guess I will roll to attack. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And that's not hugely exciting, I've mm. got to say. I mean, as a battle master, you can increase the excitement a little bit by saying, oh, I roll to attack, but I add this flavor to my attacks. Yeah. And
0: It's, it's nice. Um, I mean to be fair. It, you're not going to be get, doing a massive amount of stuff in any given fight with these combat maneuvers because you're only going to have a small handful of them, and you're only going to have a few exertion points. It's like twice your uh, twice your um, proficiency bonus. So yeah. even a even a twentieth level character yeah. is only going to have twelve exertion points. Uh, absolutely.
2: Which so, is you fine. know
0: that's, that's three or four decent level maneuvers, and it's done, and, and they're done. So it's not.
2: But I, 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 I think it does depend. I haven't really had a chance to play around with manoeuvres, but I've got a playtest coming up where I've got a level 10 character. Mm. And I'm like, well, actually, I want to use a lot of manoeuvres. I want to use them all the time. So I've picked out lots of little one-pointers with the occasional three-pointer in yeah. there for a bit of chew. And
0: what's, what's, what's the proficiency bonus of a tenth level character? And Plus four. Four. So you'd have eight, eight exertion points.
2: However, also a fighter, so I have two sets of reserves. Uh... So I've got 10, 10 exertion points. Ooh. So if I can get a couple of short rests in, then I think I will be able to go Nova quite happily and just spam out all these like little micro abilities, which will make me very happy indeed.
0: So which which traditions did you go for?
2: Oh, uh, I went like that, that. That is the joy of being a fighter, which is that you have access to all of the traditions. So I didn't take anything from Spirited Sea Steed because I wasn't planning on riding anything. I didn't take anything from an ending wheel uh, because it didn't seem that relevant. I, I And Biting Zephyr, which is the sort of the ranged combat school, mm. I think I took the far shot stance because the concept I had, which I've wanted to implement for a long time, but cannot implement in any reasonable fashion, has a fighter mm. in fifth edition, is a knife-throwing character. Right. Yeah. I mean, you could give it a go as a rogue. You could like have. Okay. Well, I've got a, I, have a I got a sneak attack system. Yeah. yeah. You got. You got. Yeah. But then you're like, well, yeah. But you want to make two attacks if you're dual wielding has a rogue, and then that means you're in close combat, which is if you didn't know, pretty much a good way to have your character reduced to a thin smear of bloody paste across the floor as something looks at you the you're like, ah, oh, my hit points, my AC. <laughs> Which is why most rogues take the much more, much more cunning path of saying, well, I'm, I'm going to be here at the back hiding behind something, popping up and shooting something for 8d6 damage. Ha <laughs> ha. Have some of that. Mm. Which, yeah, is fine, but it does mean that knife throwing in particular and dual wielding is not, not great at high level. So I'm like, well, actually... The champion's a nice simple subclass. I don't have to worry about anything. I can just focus right on the things I'm most interested in, which is the fantasy of someone who can run around and throw knives at people. And did it work? Like it. Have
0: you done it?
2: No, no, it's it's coming up this Sunday, but I, I I'm pretty uh, I think it's a good sign that I'm looking at the stuff I've got and I'm thinking I'm feeling quite excited about it, thinking, yeah, I can see how this would work. Like I've got extra range from the daggers because of what mm-hmm. the far shot stance. Increased critical range from being a champion, uh, crit, critting on 19 or 20. There is the whole legion stance I picked up. That's from Sanguine Knot, the one which focuses on infantry men fighting thing, which lets me, if I hit, if I critical something, then has a reaction, uh, one of my allies that's within 20 feet can, uh, then gain advantage to attack them or something. Mm-hmm. I, I forget the details, but, it, it looked good. I've got stuff like Adamant Mountain, which is regaining, catch your breath. it's basically the replacement for Second Wind, which is now optional. Has a feature, but you can have it, and that's an extra couple of D six to uh, keep you powered up. And there's a lovely one from I think Mist and Shade, mm. or it might be I can't remember. It's basically no, actually, what's it? What's the what's the water one? Um, yeah, Rapid Current. Rapid Current, yes, Rapid Current, where. A free-flowing stance where essentially I'm taking the dodge action, and any time something attacks me, then I get to make a melee attack against it. Mm. I'm like, yeah, I'll have some of that. Thank you very much. It's three free exertion points, which is a significant amount, but I figure in a clutch, they'll be quite useful, and I can't. It feels a bit like, um you've seen Equilibrium? Mm. And yeah. there's the bit where they're like demonstrating Gun Carter, yeah, and Christian yeah. Bell's is rocking through. I'm thinking, that is exactly how it feels, but with more stabby. Cool. Yeah.
0: And you're testing this out on Sunday?
2: On Sunday, yes. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah.
0: Exciting yeah. stuff. Uh,
2: we've had Paul from Blog of Holding, who's been on the podcast, and he'll be GMing, and we've got uh, a pile of people we have got a a Herald, the upgraded Paladin versions. We've got a Cleric, and I believe someone's going to make a Druid. Mm. Uh, and if it's a yeah, very priestly group. It is a very priestly group, uh, which, of course, why I'm playing a... Mm, a ne'er-do-well, uh, pseudo-rogue. <laughs> because, of course, again, with the backgrounds and cultures, I can arrange to have proficiency mm. in these tools easily enough. I think one of the human cultures lets me have essentially reliable talent, mm. um, for a set of tools. So I'm like, oh, well, I'll have that with these tools. I don't know if it will come up in a combat playtest, but it makes me happy.
0: Fair enough.
2: Isn't that an important thing?
0: Ah, okay well I think we're probably done for the day then I think we might be yeah should we have a look and see who we got next week who do we have next week (gasps) I know who we've got next week who have we got next week
2: Uh, we have the well I don't know the name of the person but I know the position which is the CEO of Roll20 Nolan T. Jones Nolan T. Jones coming on
0: next week to talk about Roll20 that's quite exciting that is actually quite exciting for me Hmm. yeah Um, Yeah, I'm looking forward to it yeah be good Be really interesting to me. Yeah, be great. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, there we go. We're done. That's it. We're finished. Until next week, then. Until next week. Until next
1: week. Apparently, I now have to read this to you. This is the official podcast of Morris's unofficial tabletop RPG news, which you can find at enworld.org. You can find show notes at morris.podbean.com, or wherever you found the podcast. If you feel like they deserve it, you can support the show on Patreon. In return, you will receive exclusive bonus content. Just go to patreon.com slash morris. If you're interested in his babbling nonsense, you can follow at morris on the Twitter. Send your emails to morrispodcast at gmail.com. Not all of your emails, just the ones you want us to see. Mm, that's it. I'm bored now. You can go away. Shoo! Off you go. Goodbye. Get out of here.
0: <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah.
0: Basically, you know that arch enemy of Hudson's, the squirrel in my back garden. Yes. Yes. I've now I've now recruited him, trained um, him up, given yes. him a little suit of armor and a little helmet interesting and a tiny little halberd right spoon sized halberd yeah, and now, now he sits in, by my front door yes and challenges anybody that comes to visit me does he challenge them to a battle of wits is that what happened well I'll let you know when someone comes to visit me but
2: <laughs> <laughs> it must make getting your mail delivered very awkward <laughs>